uh, today's learning is obviously the schus of all those in Eretz Yisrael and the cats to come home. It's also the schus for Moshe Benachem Nalevi, Yaakov Shagav Fanalevi, Sarlevi Bashmol Tzvi, Chamer Pesach, Tzvashur, Avram Ben Rabbach. So there's one line that. Okay, l- l- let's finish up. Let's finish up the end of yesterday's daf, and then what I got to do is I got to review one concept because that's the entire first amud. So the last thing the Gemara said is we're up to um, two lines from the bottom on Yud Gimel Amid Beis. So the Gemara had said like this: There's a brayso that said that the following halacha: If I borrow an ox and a damage happens. The first three times I pay half, the fourth time I pay whole. Like a standard ox damaging situation. And the Gemara wants to know what exactly is the case. Is the case, I borrowed the ox, right? Let's say I borrow Bessie. I'm the shoyal. And then Bessie attacks my animals. So I can go to the original owner and say, hey, pay me. The problem, the Gemara says, is that when you borrow, you're taking responsibility. That's the whole point of borrowing. If I lend my car out and then they bang into a car, it's not my, my responsibility. I lent it to you. That's your responsibility. So if Bessie, which I borrowed, attacks my animals, how can I go to the original owner? So you'll say, okay, LMI, my animals attacked Bessie. The problem is, then why are you paying half? What's the halach if you borrow a television and you pour, uh, borrow a laptop and you pour water on it? You have to pay for the whole thing. So if I borrow the animal, the animal gets damaged, manashach. Meaning, I either should be exempt or fully chayiv. When am I chayiv three times? Half, for the first three times. You understand the problem? So the Gemara says, It's a very simple answer. The case is the original case, which is, I borrow Bessie, okay? And then Bessie attacks my animals. I go to the original owner and I say, hey, pay me. So he said, what do you mean pay me? I gave it to you, you're responsible. The case is where I didn't take responsibility. The case is, I said, I'm borrowing the animal for you. And I'm going to watch the animal. I make sure nothing happens to it. But I am not responsible for what it does. So I will borrow Bessie. I will look over Bessie, make sure nothing happens to her. But if she attacks others, I'm not responsible. You stipulated that. So if that's the case, fine. Okay, so easy. Very, you know. Okay, okay very simple. So if that's the case... So wait a minute, you're telling me that the case specifically is where I specifically stipulated I am not taking responsibility. Here's the problem. Then go to the end of the b'risa. What do the end of the b'risa say? What do the end of the b'risa say? The end of the b'risa says, if I borrow an animal, I borrow Bessie, right? And I put up a giant wall, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, lightning strikes and knocks it down, whatever it is. I'm not responsible. That implies that I am responsible during the day. I thought we're talking about a case where I specifically stipulated I want no responsibility. So if you're telling me that's the case, if the Messias is that I specifically stipulated I want no responsibility, then what's the end of the Bryce talking about? The end of the Bryce talks about that if, the, if an onus happens. If an onus happens, I'm not responsible. That implies I'm only not responsible because of an onus. Not the onus, I would be responsible. I thought you stipulated. The answer is the end of the Bryce is where you didn't stipulate. Very simple. Just one second. The Gemara is the This is what the Bryce means. The first part of the b'risa is I stipulated I want no responsibility, fine. The end of the b'risa is, and if I didn't make that stipulation, I'm normally chayiv, except if it's an onus. I have to get the fact that we have 15 minutes, so will I be able to... I'll do it later. All right. And back. Okay, so... Here's what I probably did not explain properly yesterday. A lot of times you have this where it's like, 
one line in a Gemara, which was like sort of a throwaway line, is now the entire daf today. So I wanted to clarify this point. When an animal damages by an ox, there's Shane, Regal, and Karen. Okay? Shane and Regal, the Pasuk specifically says, Ubir bisdei acher, which means that the damage happened in someone else's property, meaning my animal broke into Gavin's property and caused damage to Gavin's. I, I, I pay for Shane and Regal. That Pasuk, Bir bisdei acher, implies that it has to be in someone's private property as opposed to public property. So if Shane or Regal happens in public property, I'm exempt. Now, Karen doesn't have this. Karen, you're chayiv in all situations. Karen is, Karen, Karen is, is completely irrelevant. Karen is, is your chayiv in all situations. Let's focus on Shane and Regal. The Pasuk says, Bir bistei acher, which means it happens in someone else's property. And that, 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 that tells me two things. Tells me, first of all, it happens in my property, I'm exempt. Now that's Pasha, because why are you breaking into my property, right? You break into my property and then something happens to you. My animal uh, sits on you. I don't, I don't care. You, you, I'm, not, I'm not paying. Also, though, public property, I'm also not chayv, because it says, It means someone else's property, not public. Here was the Shiloh we had yesterday. What if it's a, a backyard that's, we're shutzvim? That's the question. Is it called Steacher, or is that, that my Sada? That's the Shaila. And the reason why it's specific, we had that yesterday, I don't know if you remember, we sort of did it quickly. We had a Machleikas, if you have Shutfim in a backyard, and the animal does damage, are you Chayiv or not? It was a Machleikas Amiroim. We did it very quickly, but the, the Lumdis of the Machleikas is the Pasuk says, I'm only Chayiv by Shane and Regel. Steacher is our backyard that's mutually uh, accessible, is that called steacher? So I, me and Gavin share a backyard. We're both allowed to bring our animals there. All of a sudden, my animal damages his. Do I have to pay? One penny says, yeah, because it's not public property. And the only thing exempt is public property. This is private. On the other hand, it's not really steacher. Steacher applies, it's not mine. It's someone else's. This is not someone else's. This is partially mine. That was the machloikis we had yesterday. So the machloikes, whether Shane and Regal is chayiv in a mutually shared backyard. Okay. Again, my backyard, I'm exempt. Public property, I'm also exempt. Your backyard, I'm chayiv. The question is, what if we share a backyard? That was the machloikes. Now we're going to analyze a lot of it for this first Ahmed in a little bit. Second Ahmed is way easier. So let's just get through the first Ahmed, and then the second Ahmed is a breeze. The Gemara says like this. We had yesterday that Ravalaza Shita is that in a mutually shared backyard, um, the, 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 they're potter, because that's not called steacher, potter. That's Ravalaza Shita. Aini, is this true? Tani Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef has a braisa that says, If you have a yard that belongs to two people, or an inn, right? An inn, if you think about it, like a hotel, everyone sort of shares the, you, right? you pay for your room, so everyone gets to share. So you're in a, in a hotel, and you have in the parking lot, so your animal does shein or regel to another thing. Are you chayiv? So what did the braisa say? Chayiv behenat shal regel. Chayiv. Because that's called steacher. This is a pretty clear brysa, not like Revelaza. So what does Revelaza do with this brysa? Because this brysa says Chayev and he says Potter. So you know what the answer is? It's a machleikas tanoim. Omele Revelaza, v'tizbara. Masisom milo pligi, Revelaza says, you think I can't find the brysa that backs me up? This brysa says Chayev. You don't think I can find the brysa that says Potter? I can find the brysa that says Potter. What's the brysa? Hatanya. The brysa says like this. Look at this brysa slowly and like understand it. Arba klalus hayir Hashem Revelaza Ahmed Zakin. There are four rules by damages, says Hashem Delazar. Four rules. Let's go through each one. Number one, if 
it's the area of the damagee and not the damager, meaning, let's go simple, my animal damages Gavin's, and it's Gavin's backyard, I do not have permission to be there, my animal broke in, I am chayev bakol, 100% guilty. Now, by the way, notice the words, it's not says chayev al hakol, it's not like I'm chayev on everything, chayev bakol, I am 100% guilty, and that word is important, we'll analyze that in a minute. That's the first case, damagee's backyard, chayev. Opposite case, mazik v'leilinizik, my backyard, the damager's backyard, and the animal that got hurt broke into my backyard, completely potter, right? Potter pakol, because again, what are you doing in my backyard? So your backyard, 100% chayef, my backyard, 100% potter. I'm the damager. Let's say we have a shared backyard, which we said before is a machloikas. What does this say? Like a backyard belonging to partners or an open field. Potter, ba'al shena regel. Your potter on shen v'regel. So this is a price that backs the Prophet. Now, by the way, I mentioned you're only potter on Shane Varegel because Shane Varegel says Bistay Acher. Karen, you're chayv in all cases. You're always chayv in Karen. So therefore, you're potter on Shane Varegel, but these following things, which are all told us of Karen, you're chayv. Nagicha, Nagifa, Nashicha, Rebitza, Beita, right? Goring, pushing, biting, squatting, kicking, these are all told us of Karen. Tam Mishalim Chatzinezek, the first three times you pay half damages. Muad Mishalim Nezek Shalom, after that you pay full damages. Perfect. Loy Lezev, Loy Lezev. So that's the third case. So again, my backyard 100% Potter, your backyard 100% Chayv, shared backyard, Chayv on Karen, Potter on Shein Varegel. What's the fourth case? What could be the fourth case? The fourth case is Loy Lezev, Loy Lezev. It's neither of ours. So like Pashtus, the simple shot is that it's a third person. Like we completely, like the fight broke out into your backyard. And you have no shaykhs. But the Gemara doesn't like that. The Gemara is actually going to change it. The Gemara is, I'll tell you what the Gemara is actually going to end up doing. The case is, it's actually the first case again. Loy lezev meaning it's not mine and it's not yours exclusively. It's yours. Meaning it's not mine and yours together. It's just yours. So it's a repeat of the first case. What's the halacha? Now, by the way, just point out, if this fourth case is a repeat of the first case, the first case is Chayiv Al-Kol, and this is also Chayiv, but it like specifies the things. Well, we'll analyze it. What do you see from this Brisa? This Brisa says that if it's a backyard that's shared by us, you potter. On Shein Varegel. So Raya to Rav Elazar. Okay, so Rav Elazar says it's Machlai Gestanoi. Fine. Now the Gemara says, Katani Mias, Chaser Shutzim Abikas, Pater Baal Shein Varegel. You see that this is a shared backyard. I'm allowed to bring my animal there. You're allowed to bring your animal there. And what happens? You do Shein Varegel, you're Pater. So it's a Raya to Rav Elazar. So it's Machlai Gestanoi. So the Gemara says, Kasha Hadadi. Now the Gemara doesn't generally do this. Usually when it's a Machlai Gestanoi, you just say it's a, two prices disagree with each other. Now the Gemara says, is there any way to make the prices work? Like, is there any way to make it not a machlokas? One Bryce says, partner of backyards that are shared, chayv and shen regal. One Bryce says, potter shen regal. Is there any way to make it work? And the answer is, yes. How so? Kitani ahi, b'chotzim yuchadis lezel lezeh bein peris bein l'shvarim. Heidur av Yosef, b'chotzim yuchadis l'peris bein yuchadis l'shvarim. D'legabe shen havele chotzer ha nizik. Ah, you know how you can make it work? One Bryce says that if me and Gavin have a shared backyard, my animal does Shane Varega. One Bryce says Potter, one Bryce says Chayiv. So it's Machlokas. He says, no, 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 it could be like this. The case that we're Potter is where I have, again, if I have permission to be there, there's reason to say Potter because it's not stay Acher, it's not someone else's Sadeh, it's Sadeh Shali. 
The Bryce says Potter is where I have 100% permission to be there. You have 100% permission to do. We share a backyard. I could bring fruit. You could bring fruit. I could bring a couch. You could bring a cow. I could bring a cow. You could bring a cow. That's when it's Potter. The Bryce that says Chayiv is where me and you are both sharing a backyard, but we have a rule based on the tenant society no pets allowed. So I'm allowed to put my couch there. You're allowed to put your couch there, but we're not allowed to have pets there. Therefore, my pet breaks in there. It's not supposed to be there. So it's called steacher. It's my sada, but vis-a-vis where the animal's supposed to be, it's steacher. So it's not a machlokis. It just depends on... So they're both cases are partnership. It's just a matter of, is your cow allowed to be there? If your cow's allowed to be there, then it's not steacher. My cow's allowed to be there. It's sada shali. But if my cow's not allowed to be there, all I'm allowed to do is I have permission to leave my storage there, then that's called steacher and amchayev. So that's one way, you understand, that's a way to make it not a machlogas. So the Gemara says, Dekanami, I'll prove it to you. One b'raisa, they both describe partnerships, but if you noticed, one b'raisa said, one b'raisa said it's an open field partnership, and one b'raisa said it's an inn, in a hotel. Hotels, are you allowed to bring your oxes into hotels? No. So one b'raisa that says, so they're both talking about partnerships, but one specifically said a hotel and one specifically said open field because in the hotel, we're partners for our items. No animals allowed. That's why you're chayim. The b'raisa that said open fields mean I'm allowed to have my animals. Therefore, it's not steacher, it's a zada shali. That, that's, that's how you explain the b'raisas in a way that there's no machlogas. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. So you're telling me that the case that I'm chayiv is where it's my backyard and Gavin's backyard, I'm, I have my couch there, you have your couch there, but when my animal attacks or does damage, I'm chayiv. Why? Because that's steacher. Was it steacher? Is it Isn't, how is that steacher? I, I have my couch there. I have my, so what's the answer? The answer is I'm not allowed to have my animal there. So it's steacher. It's someone else's field because regarding my permission to, for my animal to be there, it's steacher, right? That's the question. Is it steacher? So it's, it's technically my field, my backyard, but I'm not allowed to have my animal there. So what my animal does, it's like a foreign field. So the Gemara speaks this out. Master of Zera, keeping the Michadis Leperis, Habina be a steacher veleka. If I'm allowed to have my stuff there, then how is it steacher? How is it someone else's field? I thought it's my field. The answer is, I'm allowed to buy a keeping the Michadis Shvarim, because I'm not allowed to have my ox in there. Steacher Krinbe, it's called steacher. So this, this two machloikas tanoim, these two prices, are not arguing. They're just talking about different situations. So let me just, interesting point. We had yesterday a machlekes ameroyim. What happens if you have a partnered backyard? One opinion says chayev shein verega, one opinion says pater. It was machlekes ameroyim. Today we said machlekes tanoyim, but we said it's not actually machlekes. One's talking about where you're allowed to have your animals there, one you're not. So we sort of diffuse the machlekes tanoyim by saying it's not really machlekes, it's not talking about the same things. So why don't we do that the same thing for the ameroyim? Maybe the ameroyim didn't argue either. Maybe one was talking about a case where you're allowed to have your ox in there, one was talking about a case you're not allowed to. Meaning, why do you assume they argue at all? If you diffuse the machleik is tanoim, why don't you diffuse the machleik is amaroim? And the Gemara says, yeah, it's a good idea. The Gemara says, So maybe the amaroim don't argue. Like, yesterday we sort of like left it, it was very binary. Partnership in a backyard. Me and you have a backyard we share. One, one opinion, Rav says, Potter. I think it was Rav Yechelen says Chayiv. Rav Chizda said Chayiv. Like straight up, very hard line machloikas. But now we're saying it's not really so posh. It. Maybe they're not arguing at all. One was talking about a case where you're allowed to have your ox in there. One was talking about a case where you're not allowed to have your ox in there. They don't argue at all. And the Gemara says, yeah. I'm really in, yeah. 
Their whole machlaikis is just whether that's called steacher, but but it's not really a machlaikis anymore. They both agree that a partnered backyard is actually potter in general. Their only argument is what if I'm allowed to have my fruit there but not my oxen there? That's the machlaikis. It's very limited. So we normally put it down from tonight and we'll to as far through. We can't just stop applying this. I know, it's, it's interesting. We sort of, we normally do that for tenem because they weren't alive at the time. And we could sort of say, like, well, maybe they don't really argue. But now we're taking Amaroy and we're like, un- I guess the point is, if you can make Shalom between them, like, why, you know what I mean? It's interesting. It's a, it's, it's a rare thing to do. We do this for Tanoim, not Amaroyim as much, but that's the Gemara says. Okay. From here until the end of the Amid, what we're going to do is let's analyze that Brysa. And, <clears throat> and, and there's a glaring issue with the Brysa. Again, the glaring issue is, um, th- there's two things. One is the first case. Again, there's four categories for damages. The first case is, again, I'm the damager, Gavin's the damagee. Let's make it easy like that. The first case is, I break into his backyard. I'm not supposed to be there. Chayev bakol. Not chayev al hakol, chayev bakol. And in Diktuk, that's a, it's a funny lotion. Then the second, that's the first thing we have to think about. Also, the second category was, my backyard, you're not supposed to be there, Sam Potter, because what are you doing in my backyard? Shared backyard, we had that whole discussion. And then the fourth opinion was, Lola Zeva Lola Ze. It's neither. What does that mean? What it spilled into Menashe's backyard? Like, well, what's, so we got, we got to figure out what's the Chayev Bakol, and what's that fourth case? So the Gemara, let's, let's analyze it. First case is that the damager breaks into the damagee's property, breaks into his house, and, and, and goes nuts, goes crazy. So chayev bakol, chayev bakol. What's chayev bakol? Was it my chayev? Chayev, chayev, was bakol. Alakol katani, el chayev bakol. Bekule nezek. You know what the chiddush is? Very interesting. We're very programmed. We've been doing this 14 days already, 13 days. We're programmed to remember that Karen... The first three times you pay half, the fourth time you pay whole. Right? Karen, I told you, you're Chayiv, Rishas Ayochid, Rishas Arabim, Carmelist, partner, bop, 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 always Chayiv. Rav Tarfin Shita is that if you break into someone's backyard and you're not supposed to be there and you gore, you're Chayiv 100% right away. I mean, the whole 50% thing of the first three times is only in Rishas Arabim. But in someone's private backyard, you actually have to pay 100% of the damages right away. That's what Tarfin Shita is. That's what means Chayev Bakol. I break into your backyard and I do damage Chayev Bakol. Not just Chayev. I'm Chayev Bakol, meaning I don't pay half. I pay whole. That's what it means. You understand? Okay. So it's a riot to Rav Tarfin. The Gemara says, Rav Tarfin, he, the Omar Meshuna Karen Bechatzar Nizik, that if Karen does damage in the private property, Nezik Shalom Shalom, you actually pay 100% right away. So the whole Indian of paying 50% is only if it's in public property. That's what Tarfin Shita, and that's what means Chayv Bakol. But here's the issue. Let me just speak out the issue, and then we'll, we'll realize the problem. So the Bryce starts off by saying the first case is I break into Gavin's backyard. I'm Chayv Bakol, which means Karen, I'm Chayv 100% Karen, not 50, I'm Chayv 100%. Second category is my backyard, Potter. Third category is shared. Fourth category is Lola Zeva Lola Zeva. Lola Zeva Lola Zeva. So Gavin said it spilled into Menashe's property. Who cares? What does that have to do with anything? What does it matter? The answer is no, no, no. You know what Lola Zeva Lola Zeva is? It's actually the first case again. Lola Zeva Lola Zeva. It's not partnership. Ella, it's Gavin's property. And here, what am I, Chayev? Shane Veregel and Karen am Chayev 50%. So the first case, you said it follows of Tarfin, that Karen is Chayev 100%. The fourth case, which is a retread of the first case, I'm Karen Chayev 50%. You see the problem? 
if I break into the Nizisk property, does the Brysa follow Rav Tarifin that I'm chayev 100% right away? Or does it follow the Rabbanon that you're only chayev 50%? If the fourth case is a retread of the first case, the first case is chayev 100%, the fourth case is only chayev 50%. So, well, what do you do here? The Gemara is, Ema Seifa, Lolozev, Lolozev, Kegon Chazer, Shein, Shel Shneim, Chayev, Baal, Shein, Veregel. My Lolozev, Lolozev, what's the fourth case? Eli, my Lolozev, Lolozev, Klal, El Da'acher. It's spilled into Menashe's backyard. It was a random dude. Habina Beber, Stay Acher. The problem is, it says, Stay Acher, which means that's Rishus Arabim, right? I mean, it's not Rishus Arabim, but what it means is, you're only Chayev, Shein, Veregel, if it's in the damage's property. So if it's in Menashe's property, I'm exempt because it's like public domain. None of us are supposed to be there. It's like a public domain. Either, again, Shane Varegel, your potter, if it's public property, and your public, your potter, you're only chayiv if it's in the damages, stay acher, it's in your property. If it's spilled into Menashe, I'm going to be potter. So that can't be the case. So what's the fourth case? It's a retread of the first case. It's that we broke into Gavin's property, my animal broke in, and gored Gavin's property. So the first part, we said chayiv bakol, which means a chayiv 100%, like right away, 100%. The fourth case, which is a retread of the first, I'm only high fifty percent. So what's going on over here? So the Gemara says, "Veleka el pshita loy lezev lezel dechad ukatani sefer tam mishalim chazi nezek mud mishalim nezek shalim asn rabbanon dam mishuna karen bechatzer nezek chazi karen the mishalim." So ratio of tarif and sefer rabbanon. So the first case and the fourth case are the exact same things, but the difference is in payments. The first case says that you chayiv hundred percent for karen, and the fourth case said you chayiv fifty percent. So they're authored by two different people. And the answer is yes. The Gemara says yes in. This is a very flawed brisa that it has four cases. The first and the fourth are the same, but the first follows of Tarfin and the fourth follows Rabbana. It is not a. Uh, it isn't. I guess it's not a very well developed brisa, but that's that's it's, it's not well developed. It's misleading, but that's yeah. You have to say. Or a second answer. Ravina Mishmeh the Rava Omar, Kulur of Tarfani. I could actually say that the entire Brisa follows of Tarfan, that if you break into someone's property, you're 100% guilty. So wait a minute, so what's the fourth case? The fourth case is not a retread of the first case. You know what the fourth case is? Umay loy lozev loy lozev, loy lozev lozev peris el dechad, lozev lozev l'shvorim, delegabe shein havle chatzar anizik, delegabe karen havle rishazarab. You know what the case is? The fourth case is that me and Gavin are actually partners, but we're both allowed to leave our animals there, but we're both not allowed to leave anything else. It's meant just for animals. So it's, so it's partners in as much that the animals are allowed to be there, but regarding Shane and Regel, which is eating things, my animal's not supposed to be doing that because those animals are not supposed to be there. So it's Steacher. So it's, it's a similar case to, so the first case, it's your private property. The second case, it's my private property. Third is that we're partner. And the fourth, is that we're partner, but we're only allowed to leave our animals there, not our items. So I put my, my and you put your exactly correct, correct. And you put your you put your your couch there, and my animal destroyed your couch. So my animal's chayiv because it's 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 my animal is is chayiv in. I'm sorry, Karen. It's yeah, my animal is chayiv. So he said, well, wait, but Karen, if it's the private property, I should be chayiv 100. percent The answer is it's not private property. Karen is high of 50% in public domain. This is public because we're both allowed to leave our animals there. That's why I throw my professor into the pig pen that we share. Yeah. You're because I'm not, you're, not, you're not supposed to put it there. But why are you high? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, one person is allowed to put the items there. The other person not. Oh, Two people. Person. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't clarify that. Me and you, 
I'm a, you're allowed to put your items there, not me, but we're both allowed to put our cows there. So when it does damages, it's like private property because it's not supposed to do that. But when it comes to goring, it's public property because we're both allowed to leave our animals there. Okay, so now one last issue. Um, and then the, the second element is a lot easier. One last issue. Um, so we said there are four cases. So let's just review what the cases. Your domain, privately. My domain, privately. We share, we share. So it's not really four cases. I mean, it's like, it's, it's four subcategories. It's really three categories. Private, private, shared. That's basically what it is. So the Gemara says, Isn't it really closer to three? So the answer is no. So go to the next page. It's three main categories that trickles down into four cases. Okay, fine. New Mishnah, very simple. The Mishnah is actually they're very, they're written very funny. They're written very like poetic even. This is what it says. Shum Kesef. Like, it doesn't say what the case is. It just says, payment is based on money. Okay. Comma. We'll figure out what that means. Shava Kesef. It has to be worth money. Bifnei Bezdin. In front of Bezdin. Api Edim. With witnesses. Bnei Choren, who are free men. Bnei Bris. The witnesses have to be Jews. Hanoshim Bechlal Nezek. Women are included in the laws of damages. I guess if a woman damages, she has to pay. And both the damaged party and the damager both pay. Again, every line like needs like a complete explanation. Like it doesn't have. It's very cryptic. So let's go through each word. We're gonna go through. Let's go to the first one. Shum kesef. It's based on monetary assessment. What does that mean? You know what it means. Amrav Yehuda. This is like a Dover Poshet, but like the mission had to speak it out. We know this because we've been doing these dafim for so many times already. It's based on, damages is based on the value of the damage. You're like, yeah, it's Poshet. I mean, let's say I damage your car $500 worth of damage. I got to pay 500 bucks. So you say, well, what's, yeah, of course. What, what, what was the alternative? The alternative would be as follows. Let's say my para ripped the talus. So I destroyed your talus. Or my talus destroyed your para because it wrapped around its feet and broke its ankle. So my para damaged your, your talus. Let's say it was $100 worth of damage. I could see, again, like, not Sharia law, but like, well, you get the cow now. <laughs> like, cow did damage to the talus, you get the cow. The cow's worth $10,000, you get the cow. Talus did damage to the cow, you get the talus. Meaning, you could see how it's just, the damagey gets the damager. Regardless of the value, to that the mission says no. Shum kesef, it, it has to. Yeah, you know, it's, it's very like you know. Yes, family is mine now. No, the answer is no. It's based on value. It's based on value. So the Gemara says, Meaning we don't say just like, well, okay, if your if your ox destroyed his 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 car, we get the ox. Don't work like that. It's got to be. You figure out the value. You figure out the value of the ox. If it, yeah, if it adds up, fine. But if not, you got to pay cash. Whatever it is. Okay, that's the first one. Next one is Shava Kesef. It has to be worth money. What does that mean? The Tanar Abanan, Shava Kesef, Melamish Ein Bezin is Kokin. Okay, this, okay, let's take this Bryce slowly. It's, again, misleading and a little confusing. The Bryce says, Ein Bezin is Kokin, Lenechasim Shiesh, Elenechasim Shiesh, Bezin will only get involved if you have real estate. Now, by the way, stop right there. That implies that if you don't have real estate, like, you don't have to pay me, which is not true. Like that implies that if Gavin, if Gavin does damage to my property worth $1,000 and he doesn't have any real estate, well, then he can't pay. Like that's just not true. You can pay, we talked about it, you can pay with brand, you can pay with chairs, you can pay with 
garbage cans, like whatever. So we'll put this aside. What this means? I only get paid in real estate. But says the Brisa, if I grab chairs and I grab anything that has value, Bezin will be like, all right. Very cryptic Brisa. We'll get to it in a second. Now, before we get to that. The, the Brisa has three points. It says Shava Kasef means real estate. That's point number one. Number two, Bezdin will only get involved and make you pay if you have real estate. Problematic. Number three, if I grab it, I can keep it. But let's go through each one slowly. The first point was that Shava Kasef, Kasef means real estate. How does Kasef mean real estate? Uh, maybe Kasef means cash. I don't know. So Shava Kasef. Shavakasa means real estate. My masha, how do you see that? In the in the words Shavakasaf, how do you see it means real estate? So Amrabar Ula, Dabra Shavakal Kasaf. It means something that will always be able to have a transaction. Uh, this we'll talk about later on. There's a concept that when it comes to movables, if you overcharge me by a sixth of the market value, the sale is void. Now, how this applies nowadays, where people like there's like a hundred percent surcharge, I don't know. But but conceptually, if you're if this table market value is ten bucks, you can't charge me thirty bucks for it. But you know you could charge any value, real estate. Does not matter what the market value is. The market value of the city can be hundred thousand dollars. You could charge ten million dollars. Do whatever you want. There's no rules in halacha to stop you. So when it says kesef, huh? That's what Trump's saying in his court case. Is he? There's no limit on. Oh really? Interesting. That's the cold case. So the point is, so therefore, so, so the point is, meaning, so Shava Kesef means real estate because real estate will always have value because there is no stopping on how much you could charge. So it's Shava Kesef. It's any amount of Kesef. Here's the problem. You know, it also has the same rules that you could charge whatever you want. Slaves and, uh, and documents. Slaves are like karka, but the point is, then how do you know that shavakesa means real estate? And now you're including it to include slaves, also any documents. Let's say you have a, a debt. I want to buy the debt from you. I want to buy the ability to collect. I could pay whatever. There's no stopping. I can pay 10 times over market value. So now you say, how do you know that shavakesa means real estate? You say, because it means anything that has, there's no stopping on the market value, the, the, char, the search, you could charge whatever you want. But you could do that for slaves and, and documents as well. So you say, okay, you're right. It means something that's normally purchased through cash. Movables are not acquired through cash. They're acquired through hagba and Mashicha, other kinyanim. But you know what is purchased through cash? Land. Shavakesef, land, is because it's purchased with cash. Problem is, you know it's also purchased, purchased with cash? Slaves, documents, sin. Huh? Wives? It's the same issue. The Gemara says, Avadim Sharas Nami Nekim Kesef. It's the same issue. Ela Amr, Rav Ashi, Shava Kesef, Eloi Kesef. I know Kula Kesef. No, no, no. Shava Kesef. Shava Kesef means it's like cash. Slaves and documents are, they are cash in different form because they move. The only thing that's like cash but that's not actually cash, meaning it's like cash but you can't actually move it, is real estate. So Shavakesa means real estate. Now let's continue in the Brisa. Second part of the Brisa was that Bezin will only collect the debt if you have real estate. That's just posh and not true. Like you could pay with water. It doesn't matter. I tell you, Hashivena once, you guys know the story. One guy, we used to have the retreat, the dinner. I think it was a dinner. Dinner retreat, I don't remember. I think it was a dinner. It was like 360 a couple. So one day I get to Hashivena on Main Street and outside there was those honest teas. I don't know if they still sell them, the, the company honest tea. A guy left 400 bottles outside as payment. 
<laughs> I was like, no, no, my father, my father, my father, by looking back, my, looking back, of course, my father was like, I didn't realize. So I get to mainstream, I'm like, why are there this 10 cases of teas outside? My father's like, what do you mean? So I call the guy, and he's like, that's payment for the dinner. I was like, you can't pay and shove a kesa. Like, I, I don't want, like, uh, I give you 10,000 tons of bologna. Like, I, I don't want that, I want cash. The point is, for damages, you could. So the Gemara says, so what does the Bryce mean? The second halacha of the Bryce says that, that, that Bezdin will only collect a debt if it's real estate. That's not true. Tana, we just said the price of Bezdin will only collect the debt if there's real estate. But Tanya, Yashiv I thought we said you could pay with brand. You could pay with anything, not just real estate. The answer is, We're talking about Yisomim. If you remember, if a person owes money and then he dies, the children are only obligated to pay with real estate because there's a lien on the property. That's what it means. The Bezdin will only get involved if there's real estate. It means the children's paying off their parents' debt. Uh, the, the, the orphans paying off their father's debt. Oh, uh, Ebi asked me, wait a minute, and go to the end of the Bryce. So what do the end of the Bryce say? They'll only get involved for real estate, but if you grab it, you can keep it. That would mean, if we're talking about orphans, I, uh, uh, someone owes me money. I go to, he died, so I go to his kids, and I say, your father owed me $10,000. If there's real estate, I could collect. No real estate, I can't. But then what does the Bryce say? If I grab it, I could keep it. So I can just break into their house, grab chairs, and run, and it sounds like, the, that's not true. You can't do that by Yisomim. So the Gemara says, I'll be asking him to say, you can't break into a Yosem's house and take real take uh, movables as payment for uh, against their will. So what does that mean? The answer is, No, 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 no. You didn't take it. You didn't take the chairs from the orphans. You took the chairs from the father before he died. Meaning, the father owed you $10,000. Refused to pay. You broke into his house, grabbed the chairs and ran. The guy died. Then the orphans want to take you to court to return those. No, no, no. You don't have to return. Because I didn't grab it from orphans. I grabbed it from the person who owed me money. That's the halacha. You understand? Now let's just finish up with this. Bifnei Bezdin. Bezdin is only going to take, uh, going to going to collect a debt if it's in front of Bezdin. What does that mean? Wild option. The Gemara is going to instantly reject this. But you know what this means? I damage Gavin's property. I owe him ten thousand dollars. There's a lien on my property, right? There's a lien on everything. Before I go to court, the court case, he, he gives me a Bezdin. I have to go to court next week. Before I go to court, I sell everything. What's the halacha? Nothing you can do about it. I sold everything. You can't collect. <laughs> Meaning, the Gemara right now is entertaining. The lien only takes effect not at the time of the damage, but at the time of the court case. So if you just sell everything before, nothing you could do. Now that's crazy. <laughs> Because that's not when the lien takes effect. Let me ask you by a loan, right? I, 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 I loan you $10,000. There's a lien on your property to pay me back. But now the lien only takes effect when? I would say by the time of the loan. Now you're saying, no, no, no. It only takes effect at the time of the court case. So that means before the court case, you can just sell whatever and I can't get it back. The Gemara says, Shmami no love bezden, ain bezden Are you telling me that the lien only takes effect not at the time of the damage, not at the time of the loan, but at the time of the court case? So that means you could sell anything before that I can't collect? No, reject that. That's not what it means. See, what is the word b'fnei bezdin? It doesn't mean selling everything. You know what it means? Ela b'prat bezdin hediyaitis. B'fnei bezdin means that to do a bezdin of damages, to ascertain, to go to court, that bezdin, they have to have smicha, which means they have to be in an unbroken chain, going back to Moshe Rabbeinu. If they don't have smicha, they cannot facilitate on the bezdin.
All right, we'll stop here. We'll pick it up tomorrow about the next uh, concept of learning. We'll stop here.